Welcome. I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. Here we are at the new moon in Pisces. This new moon is at four degrees Pisces. Four, four degrees is the Uranian degree. So uh, Uranus is uh, rebellious. It's, it's jolting. It, it tends to want to shock you out of uh, your comfort zone um, on purpose to get you to move forward. At the same time, uh, so sun and new moon means that sun and moon are together. New moon at four degrees Pisces is sextiling. Mars at four degrees Capricorn. A sextile means they're, they're working together on something. Uh, Mars in Capricorn means that we're driven to uh, free ourselves. Free ourselves from control systems, from traditions and rules and expectations that don't hold any longer that will not stand the test of time. It's, it's, it's our drive to claim and regain our self-agency. So together, I think that this new moon is going to have us really surprise ourselves by how much we want to uh, get out of patterns that keep us locked down and caged in. Patterns that um, have been repeating themselves over and over and over and over within this lifetime. And if past lives is part of your belief system, it would be karmic patterns that go into other lifetimes. Something that's come up in my own personal thinking as a practitioner in astrology, it started coming up in the, the weekly live calls that I have with our Be The Evidence.live members. And it's been presenting itself um, more and more in readings uh, that I have one-on-one -on -one with people in their personal charts, I'm starting to consider that the concept of karma is more of a personal fixation that we have, a fixation that we have on something that happened, some sort of trauma, some sort of destruction, something that um, hurt us deeply or confused us, damaged us, scarred us, whether we, and it could go both ways, harm that we've caused or trauma that we've taken on. And at a very deep level, we become fixated on it. And so we keep repeating the same patterns over and over and over again, trying to resolve it, trying to undo it is what the ego wants to do. The ego wants that wounding to not have happened at all, which is impossible. It did happen. And so that fixation keeps us stuck in a loop. I think sometimes karma can feel like it's an energy that's bigger than us that's chasing us down, that will not leave us alone until we have paid some sort of price for something damaging have happened that has happened. And I don't think that's, I, I just, I, I, I mean, I, I concede I could be wrong about this, but I, I, I feel like karma is not something that's trying to punish us. It's not something that is demanding we stay in certain states until we pay some price, until we pay penance, until we've suffered enough, and then we can buy our way out into freedom. I think it might be a personal experience. I think it might be that if we can 
look honestly at where we hurt, look honestly about what feels like suffering, look honestly at where we get stuck in patterns where we're hurting ourselves. And then go ahead and, and feel everything around it and take the time to heal, then we can exit out of that pattern. We can get out of our karmic cycles. We can be proactive in moving on. And so that would mean that we have to not run. We have to not try to escape from looking at honestly where things have hurt, where, where we've caused hurt and we feel awful about it or where something has happened to, to us and we don't understand why. To go ahead and feel all of that. But then, but then not keep repeating it, not, not ruminate over it, not feel like, yes, yes, I should suffer about this because there's some unknown price to pay. To allow ourselves self-forgiveness and mercy and healing to where we come more back, more back in, in alignment with divinity and peace and the higher octave of how we uh, vibrate in the world and in our lives, that we can move on. I don't think that comes from permission from something outside of us. That's sex style to Mars and Capricorn. Expecting someone to come along and say, you have now suffered enough. I'm going to let you out of this cage. Or your, your, your debt to consciousness has been paid and now you can leave. You can go on to something else. I don't think it comes from outside of us. I could be wrong. Again, I know I... I am very aware that I could be wrong about this. And it might be a combination of the two. It might be that consciousness is having a hard time coming to terms with something that we've experienced in our individuation of consciousness itself. And it's, it's working through understanding of suffering through our individual lives. And then in our active participation, we're helping consciousness to heal. Maybe it's both. Maybe something bigger than us is in a process through our individual experiences and they meet in between. We meet each other halfway. A lot of times when I'm in my writing for astrology, I talk about how uh, if we just keep moving forward, life will meet us halfway. And almost always the context of, of what I'm talking about is whenever we're reaching for something that we want for our lives or for ourselves or in healing or in transforming, in, in up-leveling in some way, that we need to trust that something bigger than us is helping us along. But in this case about getting out of karmic patterns, maybe the reverse is true too. Maybe consciousness is trying to heal and it is trusting that we'll meet it halfway, that we'll use our individuated experiences as humans to say, I am in full support of the healing going on in the collective. Let me do my part. And you go within yourself singularly. It's four degrees, first deacon. So this is a very internal, personal experience. Let me do my part to mend what hurts. Let me do my part to invoke forgiveness. Let me do my part to have mercy on how far we tend to beat ourselves up as humans. A lot of that comes from old traditions and beliefs around within society, within the church, uh, within our family units about life is suffering and then we die 
or we're all sinners and there's some price to pay and we just have to keep doing that until the suffering ends somehow. And I think that we're just being, we're just, I think we're self-harming. I think we're self-harming when we do that. I think that we, we keep ourselves in karmic cycles, not intentionally. I don't think that we walk around going, yes, yes, please let me suffer more. I mean, in some ways, in some ways we do, but I think most of it is subconscious. I think that if we had a way far out perspective, like if we could zoom out from the point of view of consciousness itself and we saw how cruel we can be to ourselves and therefore each other, we would say, oh my God, that's not necessary. That's not necessary. That this is not about punishment and paying off karmic debts. It's about honest feelings. It's about facing ourselves and then granting ourselves mercy and forgiveness and compassion. I think that all of us, every person on the planet is going to be faced with, can you give yourself mercy and exit out of this pattern that you've been in? And we're, we're all in patterns. Everyone is. If you're alive on planet earth, you're, on, you're in some kind of pattern, probably lots of them. Can you grant yourself your own clemency? Can you? Can you do that? And I think that that is a more difficult, that's probably a difficult question for a lot of people because there's so much shame and guilt and regret laced into how we relate to each other, how our communities are set up, how we have separateness and um, apathy in the world, how we blame each other, how we declare enemies how we, de we deny ourselves our own happiness and joy and peace. I don't, I don't know that that's been an easy, an easy consideration. Can you grant yourself self-mercy? Can you grant yourself the permission to heal and move up and forward and onward into a new way of being in the world? That takes, it, ta it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. And uh, it, this is a deeply internal process, again. I'll mention. <laughs> I, I think it's no no accident that Mercury is retrograde in the same same area, the same vicinity. Mercury retrograde in Pisces. If you need to get real quiet, if you need everyone to just back up and give you space, ask for that or declare it so. Declare it for yourself. You don't need permission. Let people know that you need some time to yourself, because this is a moment of deep introspection about how you're keeping your own suffering alive and why is that why are you keeping your suffering alive don't let shame creep in don't let guilt creep in but really ask yourself what would it take for me to release myself think self-love will be involved self-forgiveness trust that life would be in the favor of your liberation that you're not going against some authority that is demanding that you stay in your cage, that it truly is up to you whether or not you're going to walk out of your unlocked cage of suffering and go in a new direction and heal yourself. 
that you're okay with going forward with scars, at least you're healed up. At least you're not having gaping open wounds in an unlocked cage of suffering that goes on and on and on. You will go forward with scars, sure, but there'll be a sign to yourself that you allowed yourself to heal. And everyone should be proud of that. Everyone should be proud of the brave vulnerability of saying, this has hurt me deeply and I don't want to hurt anymore. I don't want to carry that burden anymore. And to bring the elixir, bring the elixir of compassion and mercy so that you can feel better. Thanks for being here. I'm going to extend this podcast out to all 12 signs that'll be available for the members at betheevidence.live. So head over there, register, and you can get that too. See you next week. Thank you.